Yeah. Grace, I'm going to cut right to the chase. Yeah. It's time to go live. Yeah. Episode one, five. Oh my gosh. I'm Eric Idiot Renner Kosek. And I'm Grace Hot Pants Langheim. Eric is all business in the front of the pack, and I am all about the party in the back. That's right. Business up front and party in the back. Together, we are the Running Mullet. And we are going to talk about every aspect of running, the podium to the DNF and everything in between. If you are a runner, this show is for you. Now sit back, get out your foam roller, and enjoy the party. That was a pretty good start, wasn't it? The rhyming thing. You didn't see that coming. That, I did not see it coming. It was magic. Yeah. I incorporated you. That's like, I did a double thing there. How long did that take? It, just all week, but I don't know. I mean, I got time. Yeah, you do. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I'm good. When I uh, did some hiking over the weekend, really enjoyed that and planning for all the things coming up because uh, summertime, which means there are so many fun events. I feel like we're kind of like through almost done with spring race season and heading into summer fun and getting ready for fall race season. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I would say that the summer fun has has started, commenced already. My kids are out of school Becky and the girls are camping right now without me. It's like summer is here type of thing. Uh Uh-huh. I feel like the Laurel Highlands uh, 50K and 70 miler is kind of like the last big spring race. And then we hit all of the summer races that are just hot. All right. (laughs) From here on out, Laurel Highlands is the end of spring, I guess. Yeah, I think so. All right. Housekeeping things. I'm going to keep going over this housekeeping stuff, Grace. If you watch this show, if you watch on the YouTubes, get yourself a YouTube account Uh and sign on and Uh join the show and make comments. Like, I don't care if it's just nonsense, but comment and join in and help us become more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, Grace? Like including it, more inclusive. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that's a good. Word. I like but, it. Yeah, like cuz we want to we're trying to figure out who's watching and things like that. So so get yourself a YouTube account and start commenting. And if you don't watch this live show, if you listen on Spotify or Apple or anything else, yeah. comment on there. It can be Oogly book. I don't care, but comment on there. <laughs> Everyone comment Oogly book. Yeah. That's Do the that. comment that it should be. And it will help us somehow. I've, I've read this somewhere that it helps us yeah. if you comment. So just like it just, does. Yeah, it does help if you comment or if you like things, um, whether it's a podcast or if it's a YouTuber. And we want this to be an interactive discussion. So we have the live chat going right now, which you can replay. You can replay the live chat if you are watching on YouTube at another date. And uh, we like to include all of your questions and comments along the way because we have some fantastic uh, guest tonight. I'm really excited. We're going to spend a lot of time on that real quick. I, I, I don't know what it is about my grocery store. I love my grocery store and I found, I found another item that I'm going to share. Oh boy. Is this like a triple decker? <laughs> so, you know, last time it was the double decker 
oatmeal cream pie, which I know some people have now incorporated into their race strategy and it's working. So I, I don't know about this one yet. I haven't tried it, but this is what I found. Oh yeah. I've seen that. Pickle elixir. Yeah. Pickle. It's just pickle juice. There's no pickles in there. Can you like drink it, like gulp it right down right now? Nope. Not at all. Not going (laughs) to happen. (laughs) But it, it has all kinds of promises um, that are probably terrible promises that they shouldn't put on the label. I don't know how they get away with this. It says that it makes a great mixed drink. Probably Ooh. true. Mm-hmm. Uh, cures hangovers. I don't know about that. Uh, soothes muscle cramps. And uh, let's see. It also sweetens your breath naturally. So if somebody has somebody has pickle juice breath, huh. apparently, apparently that's a good one. And we should probably add in, they are not a sponsor of this show. Sponsor whatsoever. I find strange things at my grocery store and I like to share them with all of you. It might help someone one day. And I'm excited to try out the pickle elixir. Say yeah. that five times, pickle elixir. I wonder if that is just pickle juice put into a fancy jar and sold for a lot more money. I'm saying I'm yeah. just... I don't know. Well, it was only like $4. Like it wasn't oh, a ton of money. Yeah. No, I'll pay no. $4 for a bunch of pickle juice. Yeah. So uh, tell us about who we have coming on the show today because, oh, it's a good one. Oh, well, wait a minute, Grace. You're letting me intro or what, what's going on here? Like, I, I thought I would, I thought I'd let you have some airtime this time. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not good at intro and you're better than I am. We have Raina Weichel, who is going to talk to us first. We're going to add her on here just any second. And wow. then she's going to talk about her journey of weight loss and how she got into running and how it's helped with her mental health and all that good stuff. And I think it relates to a whole crap load of us um, in one way crap or another. Load. Yeah, crap load. Crap. I think. You know, I think we all got into this sport for one reason or another, and uh, but but a lot of times it is to to get fit or you know to try to change your lifestyle a little bit. And sure. I know myself, it's definitely helped with my mental state. Um, mm-hmm. I enjoy going out for runs and start my day on the right foot and this and that. So yeah. I very much look forward to her story. She's she lost a ton of weight in a in my opinion very short amount of time, which is incredible. And I look forward to hearing the story. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then we'll talk to uh, Stephanie Daniels after that, who just ran the Laurel Highlands 70 miler. Yes. Um, so very excited to hear from her as well. So are we going to pull on Raina? I think we're going to pull on Raina. All right. And let's get her there. There she is. Hello. Welcome. Hello. Thanks for being here, Raina. And awesome Thank shirt, by the way. Me. Yes, of course. <laughs> Love it. Hey, I do got to throw in real, real quick. I'm like the only dude on here tonight. So yes, don't team up. And I don't know if you we know, should. I didn't make any now comments on the last that. episode. Okay, Grace. But I feel like you're going to at some point, Grace. So I'm just throwing it out there. I realize that I'm the fourth wheel. and but So just go easy. <laughs> you know? Now, now that you've mentioned it, now we're all going to focus on it. Open season. It is open season. I mean, it's open season every episode. Do you you think an episode goes by where I don't try to take shots at you? Because (laughs) 
<laughs> that I mean that's that's uh could be the reason why some people tune in. I'm not sure. It could be the reason why you decide to do this show with me too. I, that's <laughs> probably it. I just want like to take positive shots at somebody uh once a week and I know you can handle it. I don't want you to get too big of a head, you know? Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. All right, Raina, thank you so much for coming and talking to us. Um, you might as well just dive right in. Like, So your story starts, what, like roughly two years ago at yeah. this point? Yep, exactly. About two years ago. Yes. All right. So I'm, my, my first question to you, and you can take it from there, is what, what led to you wanting to decide to finally lose weight to begin with? And if anything's too personal, feel free to you know. Oh no, no full transparency. There's nothing off limits. I, I've never had an opportunity like this to share my story. And I feel like even on Facebook, I'm still pretty private um, because some of it's tough to discuss, especially when it comes to my mental health. Um, I've been kind of scared to be real transparent about that, but you know, I was like, I'm given this opportunity, so let's just do it. Um, mm -hmm. About two years ago, I we were like in the middle of COVID. I was working from home. I had reached like an all time high with my weight. Um, I'm like 5'10 and I was 275 pounds. And mm -hmm. I was just sitting all day long, like just sitting at my desk and just snacking and drinking soda. And um, I felt so terrible, like my body ached all the time. And I have four kids. Mm -hmm. um, and you can't have that when you have kids because you just can't keep up. And I felt like it was making me less of a mom. Um, and it was really affecting my mental health to the point where I just, I didn't want to live anymore. Like I just, I didn't want to be around. I thought that my kids were better off without me. I thought my husband was better off without me. I just, I had reached an all time low. Mm -hmm. Um, and I had gone to the doctors because I was in so much pain and my blood pressure was so high and he just was super honest with me and I needed it. He said, you know, if you want to be around for your kids and your grandkids, you need to make changes and you need to do it now um, because I'm only 32. I was 30 back then and like I was already, I had the body of somebody much older it felt right. like and that's what the right. tests were showing um i had tried so many times over the years to lose weight but it was never this serious um it was mm. never like a life or death thing um it was just like i'm fat i need to lose weight but now it was like i my kids depend on me and i love my kids more than anything in this entire world um mm. so that was it. That was what really clicked to me. Like, I love my kids and I want to see them grow up and I want to see all the things that they accomplish. Um, so I just, I started going to the doctor regularly and I started mm. talking to a dietitian and I just completely cold turkey. Like I quit everything at once. Like I threw away everything bad. Um, I cut it all out. Like I didn't just gradually, because I know that I had done that in the past and it never worked for me. So mm -hmm. I was just like, if we're doing this, we're doing it. Um, so I cut out all the bad crap. Um, what did you, what did you miss the most when you first started like doing something like that? Just curious. 
Um, I love bread and I love pasta. So <laughs> those things, and I wasn't eating those at all, not in tiny portions, like not at all. I had cut out all carbs to the point where it was just very minimal. And if it was carbs, it was only good carbs. Um, so yeah, that's, that was my biggest struggle. And because I have a husband and four kids who still, they still eat not good. <laughs> that was a huge struggle for me. Um, but I just, I don't know. It was just something, a light bulb switched for me when yeah. the doctor said, like, you will not be around if you don't make changes. Yeah. And I think that's the big thing is um, because weight is a tough subject when we talk about in the running community, right? Because there are people who um, might lose weight to the point that it's unhealthy, right? Or, and I myself getting to that point. Um, it yeah. was I lost 130 pounds in only a year. Um, and it did get to the point where my doctors were then saying like, okay, you need to stop now. Right. Um, so, I mean, it's hard no matter what you're trying to accomplish. Yeah, it's a hard balance. And I think it's a hard as a female and it's hard as you age. You know, females need more carbs than than men do on average, um, especially in endurance sport. So I think it is a tough thing to talk about. But the first thing that you mentioned was it was about how you felt. Right. So it's like. Um, everybody has different body composition. You know, I have a very different body composition. I'm always going to be a little bulkier. <laughs> uh, people who say, I love reading um, running articles where they say, oh, women can lift heavy and they won't bulk, bulk up. And I'm like, well, shit, because I bulk up like crazy. <laughs> I should have been a power lifter. But so everybody's got different body composition and we're all going to be different sizes, but it's about how you feel. And you were in a place where you felt terrible. One, felt and terrible. then, yeah. And you felt like you weren't there for your family and you were um, actually in a bad spot. So I think that's the key piece to, to hang on to is um, really getting to a place where you feel like one, you have energy and then two, you can be there for your family. So that's phenomenal. And how do you feel now? Um, it took me a long time to get here. Um, even after my weight loss, I still, you would think that I was the happiest person in the world, uh, but there was still just something missing. Um, right now, I feel great. Um, I am the happiest I've ever been in my entire life. Um, I'm a great mom. I'm a great wife. My relationship with my husband has been amazing. Um, life is so good. <laughs> <laughs> And, and it's because, and I say this, and I know it sounds like so cheesy, but I say running changed my life. It really has. But the running community, oh, the running community has saved my life. Yeah. Yeah. That's so great to hear. And are there, I, I have to ask this because I know how I am about this stuff. Are there a couple of people in your mind right now who you're thinking of who supported you? Um, yes, definitely. Um, because support is the biggest part of anything in life. Um, mm -hmm. and I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been able to do anything without my support system. And it started off, um, with my biggest supporter, which is my husband. He goes along with all of my crazy ideas and whatever I say I'm going to do. Um, 
he just goes along with it and he's at every single one of my races, um, meeting me at every aid station, just cheering me on. Um, but beyond him, yes. Um, the next person coming on the show, Stephanie Daniels, she, she is, oh, she's my heart. She is family. Um, her and Kristen Cook, um, she is also mm -hmm. with JRC Johnstown Running Club. They are two of the first runners that I ever met. And they, I was so scared <laughs> the first time I went on a run. Um, and I joined a group run that was seven miles up a huge hill and I sucked so bad. <laughs> I went in there like so confident cause I had just lost all this weight and I was like, yes, yeah. I'm going to be a runner. And that's not how it works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but they, they never left me behind. They encouraged me every step of the way. And I, mm. Honestly, don't think I'd still be running if it wasn't for them. Because it's hard when you first get started. It sucks. It is. Like, running is not enjoyable until you're good at it. <laughs> like, and whatever good looks for you is different for everybody. Yeah. Um, but it's not enjoyable until you put in the work. So it sucked at first. And I would have quit if it wasn't for mm -hmm. this amazing community. Yeah. And so what advice do you have for other people out there right now who are struggling in that position of either, you know, uh, feeling like they're on the outside kind of looking in or um, feeling like they don't belong for whatever reason. And, um, and to anybody who's struggling on that, I don't want to say weight loss journey just because weight loss isn't the ideal for everyone. Right. right. Because it's it is not. a, it's a different scenario for each person, but kind of that health journey, anybody who's struggling with that path to, oh, I want to feel good. Um, first and foremost, love yourself, like truly, um, no matter what your weight is, no matter what you look like, loving yourself is such a life changer. And I know that sounds so corny, but you have to like, that's the only way to truly become happy. So even no matter what your body type is, as long as you're happy and you're healthy. Um, and like you said, weight loss is not the answer for everybody. Some people are bigger people and they're healthy and they feel good and that's great. Um, mm -hmm. But for me, it was completely different. So my first advice is to just love yourself. Who cares what social media says or the stigmas? None of that matters. Um, my second is to find a support system. And honestly, I felt like an, sometimes I still do feel like an outsider because so there's so many amazing runners like you, Eric, um, Stephanie, and I'm like, I don't deserve to be in this community. Like I'm, I'm just nobody and I've barely done anything. So sometimes well, everybody's going to know you now with all the <laughs> listeners we have. <laughs> sometimes um i still struggle too so just remember that that's okay like even though you make all these changes that struggling is still normal that's a part of life and that doesn't mean that you failed or that you're failing it just means that you're normal and that you're a human being yeah i would like to pipe in real quick too uh, talking about the whole weight loss thing because i'm the only dude here talking right now um you know, when I, when I first started my, my journey of, of kind of the same, same type of thing, I just wanted to get in shape more than I was. Uh, I, I lost about 20 pounds, 20 ish pounds. But after I lost that weight, I, I kind of, it got, I got to a game 
of weight loss that I shouldn't have been playing. You know, yeah. checking your weight, my weight, I was checking it too often and seeing, you know, seeing how I felt okay, I thought. So I wanted to see if I, oh, if, if I could get five more pounds, this and that. And I finally made myself end it. And I, I went probably three years without even getting on a scale. Um, for, you know, I had to force myself to do that, but it, it was good for me. And I, I gained 10 pounds. I'm going to say 10 pounds back, but I, I ended up running better with those 10 pounds than I was with the 10 pounds, you know, at my skinniest. Mm -hmm. So it is, it is very important to, to be careful <laughs> once you, you know, you dropped, what would you say? 130 pounds total, but you, you needed somebody to say, Hey, okay, now yeah. let's flatten it out and focus on other things. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, definitely. I, I mean, the, the struggles there, no matter what end of the spectrum you are, if you need to lose weight or if you're trying to stop losing weight or you need to gain weight, it's all a struggle. Um, so the most important part is just being happy with yourself and self-love. But yes, it, I got to a point where I lost weight so quickly because I made so many drastic changes that I needed somebody to say it's time to pump the brakes um, because I didn't know I would have kept going. I didn't yeah. know that it was time to quit. Um, I just. And you're in that place now where you're like, oh, okay, this needs to be something that I'm not necessarily focusing on, but cognizant of like, yes, hey, exactly. Um, I got to keep myself in check either way. And I right. think, you know, one thing, um, at least in my experience, especially over the last couple of years, has been just figuring out what foods bring me energy and what foods bring me down. And if I don't get enough protein, like I just That's get tired and protein. yeah. So it's just figuring out what works for you. And like you said, everybody's different. So yes, that is something that people need to constantly remind that I still need to remind myself of that because I watch other people and I'm like, Oh, like I should be like them. No, stop. Yeah. Like, get that out of your head. You should be like you. Um, and that looks different for everybody. So. Yeah. And and one thing I, I, I don't know, I, I'm going to say it because I, I feel very strongly about it, but the food industry is 100% against you. Against us. <laughs> um, so it, it makes it very, very, very difficult. So unless, yes, you're, unless you're willing to put in a lot of time and a lot of effort and a lot of studying and, and knowledge, it it's against you and it will, it's hard to get the right food. Right. Mm. And I don't want to be like, everything's all rainbows and unicorns and all you need to do is love yourself and everything else is going to fall into place, blah, blah, blah. No, this took a lot of freaking work. Like you need to also be willing to put in the work. I had to do that. I put in so much work and you just, you got to stop making excuses. Like I, sometimes we, of course we still make excuses, but just, yeah, you got to put in the work. That's yeah. Don't, I don't, Dropping pearls of wisdom. Positivity, but yes, the work is still <laughs> a huge part of it. <laughs> yeah, and it's you have to do it on your own too. Everybody can give their advice and try to help those who aren't haven't started their own journey yet. But mm -hmm. until 
until they want to do it hard, bad enough for themselves, they're not going to do it. Yeah. Yes. And uh, you, you definitely did it. And that, it's awesome. So let, getting to running and racing and things, you just completed a 14 miler, right? Flood, uh, Path of the Flood. Yes, I did Path of the Flood two weeks ago. Yes, 14 miler. That was the longest uh, distance race I had done. I've only been running for just over a year. I actually did not start. Um, I didn't introduce running into my journey until I had already lost 100 pounds. Um, mm -hmm. I focused solely like my first 100 pounds on putting all of my energy into the food aspect of it. Right. And then I had gotten that down and I felt comfortable enough to add in something else. Um, so I started running and I just, I chose that because I knew that at some point I would need to get to the point where I would need to maintain. Um, so that's truly why I started running. Um, but yeah, before that I had done the dirty kiln, which is the hardest run I've done ever. <laughs> um, I know that you guys have done like huge, amazing runs that seem. Who cares? Don't care. <laughs> I know. Yes, I know. That is interesting is what you have to talk about. <laughs> but um, this Saturday will be my biggest race. I'm doing a 50K on the Ghost uh, So I'm very excited about that. Um, I, it's crazy. Like, it's crazy to think that this is life now. Um, you know, we talk about how supportive the trail running community is, but oh, I, you know, we're a bad influence too, because the next thing you know, <laughs> yes, you're going to be running a hundred miler pretty soon. Yeah. Like I started out running like, okay, I'm going to do five K's and now I'm running yeah. a 50 K and it's all because I was yeah. influenced and peer pressured by other yeah. runners. Exactly. And <laughs> speaking of bad influences, I do want to pull Steph in here because yeah. I think she probably has questions for you as well. Yeah. Uh, so bring her, bring her, let's bring in Steph Daniels. Yay. Yay. Hi. Don't so forget to unmute yourself, <laughs> Stephanie. Yeah, unmute yourself and then you'll be good. Hello. So there, there you are. are. And uh, this woman here is a terrible influence. No, you're amazing. And I, <laughs> I, amazing. I love every time I get to see you. And uh, if you don't know Steph Daniels, uh, awesome uh, runner, volunteer, race director, crew, pacer, um, just all around amazing person in the trail community, leads group runs, you know, all of the things. Um, I, would, and, I wouldn't have said all that stuff. I would have said a couple, but not all of that. <laughs> all the things. Grace, Grace can stick, do my intro. Don't yes. Do my intro. <laughs> yeah. And um, also, you know, just a, a great resume um, of uh, first place finishes at, uh, you know, Laurel Highlands 50K last year, uh, Rock in the Knob, um, other um local very technical races and you have uh steph actually hasn't been doing trail running for a huge long time but just been running for a very long time so when you switched over to trails you you found the love of the trail community and uh welcome welcome to the podcast steph you have you just finished up the laurel highland 70 miler and I then also the trail amazing. yeah <laughs> First, I, mean, I just want to say, Raina, thanks. I was already crying. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm not to cry. It's such a great story. So, how long have you guys known each other? About a year. 
Yeah, yeah. Probably. yeah. It's not been long. Yeah. And Raina, you were at the you were at Laurel Highlands, right? At several different spots cheering. Her. I was. I had the tremendous honor of cheering Stephanie on, and it was she is just so fantastic. Oh. Yeah. yeah, well, I wanted to quit at mile 18, just so you know, Eric. Just she like did not. Like, we're too and deep she in the was in of every aid station, like the true queen that she is. Yeah. 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 And I will have to say, coming into 271 and seeing, um, I had a friend who was there who I knew was working the aid station, and then seeing Jory and um, Raina hanging out. They didn't need to because she wasn't going to pace anybody that night. But for seeing them hang out, that was that was a huge that was a huge boost, big time. So thank you for that. <laughs> Hits your heart. Uh, so Steph, just for our listeners um, out in the radio space, YouTuber space. Um, can you just talk to us quickly about your running history and how you got in a trail and where you're at right now and why this past weekend was so amazing? That's a lot. Yeah, that is a lot. That covers a lot. <laughs> um, I can give you a very short version of how I got into running. Yeah. Um, I have five kids. After my second child, um, I got really fat. No, um, she didn't. She lost. Yes, I did. <laughs> um, and that was the easiest thing to do was running, going outside and just strapping on a pair of shoes. Mm -hmm. And then someone challenged me to run the Johnstown Marathon. At the time, I had only been running about 11 miles. Mm -hmm. Ah, lost an earbud. So I decided to run the Johnstown Marathon. They dropped out of training with me. And I ran the Johnstown Marathon. I won it. And then I qualified for Boston. Of course you did. I <laughs> And then I proceeded to have three more children. Yeah. So I didn't go to Boston till three years ago. I've been in Boston three years, three years now. Um, because I didn't, I waited for them to get older. And then I slowed down a little bit, stayed on the treadmill. Um, about 10 years ago, we got a group together to do the Ragnar. Mm -hmm. And then we did the Ragnar trail. And that's sort of Which what one? got me started. Um, Which Ragnar trail? We did the one in Virginia. Virginia, I think it's the bear. It's which one is it? I think the bear. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think yeah, it's in yeah. Virginia. So we did that one. And that sort of got me propelled into um, trail running. Yeah. Um, I got hooked at Rock and the Knob. Mm -hmm. It's probably one of my favorite trail runs. Um, mm -hmm. And then last year I decided to do the marathon. And it's probably one of the hardest. Even, I mean, Saturday was hard. Yeah. But I think I would have been in, t if I was in top. If I was in better form, I think it wouldn't have been as hard, but it was hard. It was probably <laughs> the hardest thing I've ever done. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Mark, so I know everybody knows Mark and Ben, Mark Lauber and Ben Major. Everybody knows them, right? They're yeah, sure. usually our crew. And um, at one point in time, I think it was about mile, I don't know, 60 something. I lost count when um, Mark told me to just breathe. And I said, I'm not giving child, I'm not, you know, I'm not. I'm not having a child. <laughs> Just, it, was really, it was, it was really harder than I, like those last couple miles yeah. coming into Seward and yeah. Grace, you've run it. So coming into I Seward, was like, I just could not, my legs were so sore coming down that hill. I thought, yeah. Oh yeah. The last 14 miles are gonna be so easy. Cause it's all done. Uh -huh. Yeah. And yeah. I had somebody tell so me, uh, the beginning of, so I did Laurel Highland 70 miler last year and the beginning was just gorgeous. I'm having so much fun and I'm like stopping and taking photos and just kind of chilling and, and taking my time. And somebody had told me that the last 14 miles are flat 
and runnable. And it's so rocky. <laughs> it's so, and by the time point, like my legs were just dead and I did not want to pick them up. And I was so mad at that person. I'm not anymore. I can't hold that kind of hate in my heart. They were, they like, it probably, if I went back there today, I'd probably be like, oh yeah, that definitely is runnable. Uh, but at the time it felt like every rock was a boulder underneath my foot. So, um, but I did make sure I had my, do you have your phallic, your phallic set? <laughs> I love these things. They're great. And they're both sitting next to each other because that was yeah. the goal. You know, Carl and I were going to finish together and we did. And uh, there was at one point in time between aid stations that I did take off ahead of him. Uh -huh. And when he, and it was, it's the one picture at route 30 that, it is now on Facebook. Um, our friend took a picture of it. And I, I had started crying. And Raina was there at Route mm -hmm. 30. I started crying. I thought he dropped. And I said, I thought you mm -hmm. dropped. And I said, I didn't expect to see you. So that was our goal was to get those two trophies together, finished together. Yes. Wow. And he forced me to run at the end. And I was so angry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to run anymore. I'm done. But I don't know what it is about that race. And I find it surprising that World's End 100K sells out so quickly and the Laurel Highland 70 miler doesn't. Um, they're two weekends apart. And I don't know if anybody else saw that, but that 18 year old um, yeah, young, young woman, she raced both of them. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We should have her on the show. She's so, also a member of JRC. Amazing. She just blows yeah. me away. She's so inspiring. Yes. We so, knew her first when she gets famous. <laughs> <laughs> and and so the um the race is just uh it's absolutely beautiful. And so is World's End. I you know, I, I definitely uh recommend both of those races, but the Laurel Highlands is just a beautiful race. It's a historic trail. My tattoo, um, this one right here. Uh, represents the pillars from the Laurel Highlands hiking trail oh, that's because so cool. yeah because you do you know from start to finish the entire trail which I think is pretty neat but I I have to I have to promote that race a little bit because I feel like more people should do it um, and it, it's just gorgeous and there's a lot of great races out um, in the Johnstown area that I I feel like all of us on the East Coast we need to like push that way yeah yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Steph. So you signed up for this race away a while ago, shortly, you know, as soon as it went online, and your goal was to kick butt, uh, yeah, right? Yeah. But my goal was to finish before dark. Yeah. But a lot of things got in the way, mainly from the stupid C word, COVID, right? Yep. Yes. So when did you actually get COVID? Christmas time, correct? Right. We, um, Christmas Eve, we had a big party family and we were, I woke up Christmas morning pretty sick. Um, thought maybe it was just too much celebration. Uh, and I had it till about the first week of January. Um, I wasn't, we weren't that bad, a little bit of fever, um, aches, a little bit of congestion, congestion. Since then I've had trouble running. Um, uh, just breathing, catching my breath. And anybody who runs with me, I, Raina's seen it. She saw it on a trail run a couple weeks ago. Um, good friend, two good friends of mine, one of them paced us Saturday night, has seen it. Um, they've reached out to me after they ran with me and told me, you know, something's not right. You should go get this checked. I had been to, I had called my doctor a couple times. They couldn't get me in. They said, go to eye care. And finally, um, I got to see them a couple weeks ago and went through a battery test and I, I failed them all. <laughs> oh, 
And um, that just recently, last week for my lung function, they uh, diagnosed me with asthma, which is COVID related. Um, so now I'm carrying two inhalers with me um, at all times. And at first I thought it was a death sentence because I mean, who wants to be any kind of medication? I'm already tied to med migraine medication, so right. I don't want to be tied to something else. But, um, and I did give up for about three days. <laughs> it's like, I'm done running. I'm not doing this. Cause like Raina said, it's not really enjoyable when it's difficult. Mm -hmm. You know, you feel like, especially when you're struggling to breathe and it's never happened before. Yeah. And from when it's my release for everything, and, and then you start stressing about going out to do it because you don't know what's going on with your body. Sort of starts to anger you. You don't even want to do it. So um, I had given up for a while. Three days. That's how long I made it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Three days. And, and um, that's when, you know, everything started coming together, all my tests, my blood tests and stuff like that. I'm severely anemic and I have asthma and some other things that they're still looking at. And um, I decided I'm 51 years old. I'm not going to, you know, break any records or anything like that, but I don't want to quit. That's what I've always said. I haven't worked all these years to come this far and just quit and give up and not be healthy and exercise and, and do the things that I've been doing all my life. That I've been preaching to people about, and right, and, you know, I, I don't want to, I don't want to stop that because that's part of who I am. So I decided then this is just going to be another challenge for me to overcome. So, and it, so Saturday going into Saturday, yeah, last year when I decided to do the seventy, I was going to do it. We were going to be done by 11, 12 o'clock at night, and mm -hmm. it was it was feasible last year, and um, this year not so much. So um, I figure it's probably just a rebuilding year, maybe this year. Um, yeah. We'll see what happens. But yeah, that's basically what they diagnosed me with now from COVID was asthma. And, um, I don't know what the anemia, anemia is from. They're still looking at that. Um, and some heart issues from COVID also. I have some um, heart irregular, irregular heartbeat, stuff like that. Um, but it's not now it's just another challenge. Yeah. <laughs> like with age. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think this, you know, this is what we talk about on this. This is why I love the show, is because we talk about the front of the pack and the back of the pack. And it just shows that it it can be hard for everybody. And it can be some days can be easy too. And and that running community just kind of embraces all of us from yeah. from the front to the back even when it gets hard yes yeah and as far as the COVID thing goes i mean that's kind of why i wanted to have have her on to talk about it like there's yeah. i hope there's some people watching i don't hope that they have issues but if if there's something that's just not right and and you can't figure out what it is i mean what we're seven months out from when you had it now stuff yeah and i mean you were one of the people I mean, Carl had said to go, you know, everybody kept telling me something's not right. Go take care of it. And honestly, I chalk a lot of stuff up to age, but I won't right. accept it because I feel like you can work against that also. Um, but I just figured that's probably what was doing it. I was, I had no energy, didn't feel like doing anything. Didn't even, I was not excited about running. I wasn't excited about doing much of anything. And um, mm -hmm. 
Yeah. I, I should have, yeah, months ago, I should have. And I, I mean, getting all the test results back, that, that looks like a train wreck. It, it, it does stink when you first look at it, but it's also, it's got to be somewhat of a sigh of relief because at least you're get, starting to get answers of, of why you feel this way. It's not just in your head. It's not just your fitness level. You know, there's there's a reason that that COVID destroyed your body in a lot of ways. And and like you said, I I, I thought it was my fitness level. I thought I was losing it because I just turned fifty one, and um, I figured and that and that's something you can't battle against. I mean, you can you can maintain what you have. I think right. Um, it helps as you age to do all these things, but. I have a horrible competitive, like <laughs> horrible competitive spirit. And really? I don't want to be out of the game yet. I know there's going to be a time when I have to be out of the game, but I don't want to be there yet. And I didn't want to accept that it was age. So yeah. I should have yeah, been a long time ago. Uh, and I, I just love your competitive spirit. And, you know, just, just to throw this out there, like at 50 years old, you won the Laurel Highlands 50K, won Rock in the Knob uh, 26 miler, right? And, but I think this is something that we chase, especially in running. It's chasing the faster time and the longer distance or the more, you know, badass race or whatever that thing is. Um, but hopefully we're getting older, right? And at some point, you know, are you going to just decide this isn't for you? Or are you going to say, oh, no, I'm still going to be in this. I'm still here and it might look a little different. But I just love that you made that decision. No, I'm still a part of this community regardless. Um, even, you know, even if, if the competition is, is passing you a little bit more, it won't be me. Don't worry about that. I'm still not going to ask you. We have this perfect show. You're, Stephanie, you're a perfect example for this up and coming runner, Raina. So you got to keep doing what you're doing to show your badassery. And right. so he can follow in your footsteps anyway. Yeah, you're, you're one of my biggest motivators. So if you don't do it for anything else, do it to continue to motivate others, especially me, because... I am watching you and I guarantee other people are watching you. Well, and that's, I mean, that's, that's why those couple of days when I was feeling sorry for myself, I was like, this isn't, and, and, and there's also a point in time, this is a big, huge part of my running story where it stops becoming being, it stops being about you in a mm -hmm. runner's life. You start volunteering, you start becoming a race director of every race that people ask you to do. <laughs> um, you, you know, you go out and you support others. You're at the finish line. You're doing the cowbell thing because it's less of what about, it's less of about you. And I'm, I'm, I'm trying to say it's less <laughs> what you accomplish and more about what other people accomplish. And that's what JRC is about. And Raina said it all. And that's, you know, why I was crying because it's, she come from the if she come from out of the area, moved in and decided yeah. to just come to a run with us one night. And just to clarify, JRC is Johnstown Running Club in yeah. southwestern PA. For yeah. those who didn't know about it, um, follow them on Facebook. Join the club. Best. We, yes, we are the best. Best running club out there. Sorry. <laughs> and and you're just one of those faces that um, I, I love seeing out there when I DNF to the Eastern States. You were the person who told me it was okay. Yes. And I uh, 
I really appreciate that. And and coming from somebody who I know has such a competitive spirit, it just it's very meaningful to hear like, no, it's okay. It's okay to have a bad day. And that's okay for everybody, right? It's okay if you're at the front, it's okay if you're at the back. And um and I, I just appreciate everything that you bring to the running community. I'm glad you decided to stay. Well, I, I do have to share a story from Saturday night with Mark. We were like mile 67 and he was still encouraging me. And because and this is known from so many people, he was still encouraging me to catch the people in front of us, even though I was power hiking. And I'm like, <laughs> dude, I cannot catch those people. And he's like, OK, we're not going to let anybody behind us pass us that we passed. And we're going to catch those those headlamps up there. And I'm like, so, yeah, Mark made me a little angry about the last four miles. So yeah. it kept me going and we did catch yeah. every headlamp we saw going into the last two minutes. <laughs> Were you a pouty pout face at the end of that race? No. No? No. No. Uh, that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I may be lying just a little bit. I I wasn't whining. I was just it was starting to really hurt. Yeah. Yeah. I remember coming into the last aid station and uh, I was definitely a potty pot face. And then I saw um, cold hamburgers and I was so happy. I, <laughs> I ate one of those hamburgers and then I was ready to go. When I left 30, I took a bag of bacon and Carl caught, yeah. came up behind me and he goes, what are you eating? Cause I don't eat bacon. And I said, bacon. He goes, are you sure? I said, yeah, I'm, I'm dying. Like I will eat anything from here on out. And just, <laughs> I was eating everything at the aid station. So, uh, so, um, Until you know, Raina saw me at 271. I was like half a pierogi and I'm done. I was going to throw up. So, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, same question over to you, Steph, what advice or, you know, words of wisdom experience can you give to anybody who's struggling right now with, um, things that are outside of their control, you know, you've got a competitive spirit, your heart's all there and you're doing all the things and, and uh, you've got something that hits you that you just don't have control over. Um, like Raina said, I think you have to have a really, really good support system that mm. will sort of tell you, you know, cause like I said, it's been how many months since December and I needed to go care of myself. I just thought maybe I was lazy, but, um, and I do, I have to give so many props to my coach Oh my gosh, he's so wonderful. Who's your coach? I don't know if you know. He's the best. <laughs> oh my! I'm I think blessed. I was sent a long email as to how I was supposed to give him props. I think there was like uh -huh. step by step instructions from him. Yeah, and how to give him props. But no, have a great support system. And I would not. I would have never ever ran a seventy miler or even considering doing a one hundred miler in August. If it wasn't for Eric, I, that's the honest about truth. So yeah, yay! Yeah, and speaking of that, like, so that you might as well just tell everybody what's next on your on your list of races. Yeah. Go ahead. I, I don't want. I don't want to because I don't. <laughs> um, Eastern states. Yeah. Yeah. I did already ask Ben about deferment, so just so you know that, Eric. Whatever. <laughs> I think that was about mile 54 on Saturday. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I think having a good support system mm -hmm. and um, I, I think trail racing is trail running is amazing. Cause especially when you're racing, people are wonderful out there. I, I just, and I'm nothing against road. I love, I, I did road for 20 some years. I love it, but um, mm -hmm. 
trail running is a completely different animal and a, we have a big wonderful big, family. Yeah. And so pickleics are. Yeah. I so, <laughs> <laughs> said bacon. I don't eat bacon. And I was like, no, I'll take yeah. that. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think. And figuring out what's wrong and not just mm -hmm. ignoring it. Mm -hmm. That was a big step too. Yeah. And that goes with everything healthcare related, in my opinion. Yeah. You, you, as a person, you have to be super proactive because those doctors right. aren't going to come to you saying you should get this test and this test, man. And it might cost money, but who really cares? Like be proactive, tell them what you want. And if they say why, then say, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> you're, you're allowed to get this test, certain tests done. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, um, I do, the, the two of you know each other. I want to give you an opportunity to ask each other questions because you were um, able to listen in <laughs> on the show. So, Steph, do you have any questions for uh, Raina? Let me think about this. Oh, Raina, you're running this Saturday, huh? Hi, you're running yeah. Ghost Town. 50K, this will be my longest race. <laughs> you sound so excited. I am very excited, but I'm also super scared. <laughs> I think everyone all runners can relate to the fact that we get in our own heads and we're like is this going to be the race that i die <laughs> <laughs> so and then the morning of i'm like let's go let's do this yeah. um yeah. but i am i'm super excited i cannot wait to cross the finish line and just mm -hmm. say like this is another thing that i accomplished um and then the next I'm on to bigger and better. Um, I don't really ever have any expectations going into a race um, besides to just have fun and be thankful that like I can do these things because I couldn't just a year ago. Um, so I have no time goals. I never do. Um, I always, I tell Steph this all the time that I'm a pretend runner, um, because I don't, you're not a pretend runner. Uh, -uh no, <laughs> I, I don't know what anything means. I just get out there and I do whatever the hell I want. And it sounds I like the rest of us. <laughs> I know. That's, a, that's exactly what all of us sound like. And I'm sure Steph has already told you this. So I am going to jump on the bandwagon. You're a runner. I hate to tell you that, but yeah. <laughs> thank you. Yep. <laughs> uh, Raina, do you have any questions for Steph? Um, I put you on the spot. I, it's yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't. We. I feel like I know so much about her because um, she's become such a big part of my life. But mm -hmm. just what I. What do you see being next for me in your many years of experience? Oh, don't do that to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, knowing her personality and, and who she is, what where do you think she's gonna go after this 50k? Is she gonna you do you, is a hundred k gonna be I next know. list? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. Hundred K. Every time someone asks me, they'll message me and say, you think I can do this? You think I can do this? I'm like, you're already thinking about it. And that was my problem. <laughs> I'm already thinking about it. So she's already gotten, you know, you're going into the 50K. You're already thinking about what's next. Yeah. Well, I'm already thinking about doing the Tussie Mountain 50 miler. So <laughs> nice. nice. 50 miler up next. I see that. I also see in your future. This is my prediction. Uh, like. 50 new friend requests. You're going to make so many friends. 
That's and my it, favorite part of the community. Just yeah, the family atmosphere. And it doesn't matter if you're the first one to finish or the last one to finish. Like everybody loves and supports you just the same. And mm -hmm. I feel like it's so important to let people know that because so many people are afraid that they're just not good enough and they won't fit in. It doesn't matter. Like, yeah, we love you regardless. Just come out and hang out with us and have fun. And we love and support you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I always say you can, you can tell the beginner trail runners because they'll say things like, um, as long as I'm not last and I'm like, Oh no, last is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> right? right. We love the last place runners. We're so like, Oh, me because those are the people job. that gave every last yeah. ounce of energy to cross that finish line. And that Absolutely. is the most impressive to me. Yeah, and we love the DNFers and the DNSers. We we love them all. We'll yes, that means that you are smart running. enough to know your body's limits, and some of us yeah. are not there yet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. So uh, I Great. see I see new friends in your future. That's what's happening. Grace, I wonder if we're gonna see her at the Idiot Runner event. Oh, for oh. sure, for sure. Uh huh. I'm hoping to see that. All the cool people go there. Steph, <laughs> Which one, Steph there's there. one in the summer, right? Uh -huh. Yeah, you're signed up for it. No, I'm not. You're not? No, I have an event that day. Oh, I I, whatever. I ha I'm signed up for January. Oh, okay. That's right. Yeah, I have an event that day, the one in summer. But what's the summer one? Can't tell you. You're not signed up. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be my friend anymore. <laughs> oh, we're losing friends now. Yeah. All right. I love it. Raina, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for telling your story. It's it's a bigger story than than anybody knows. And you know, people shouldn't take uh, their health for granted. They they should try hard. It's it's hard to start, but once you do, it is life changing. And I can't tell you how much I appreciate you coming on here and, and telling everybody your story. Thank you. Thank you. And, and not just your physical health, um, your mental health as well. There's such a huge mm -hmm. stigma around that. And like I said in the beginning, I was um, terrified to be so transparent about my mental health. But I'm hoping that it will inspire others to come forward because everybody struggles with their mental health. And it's nothing to be ashamed of. Absolutely. Oh, man. Just pearls of wisdom this entire show i love it and uh, i think you know people can go on long runs with you join in one of the group runs and hear even more details of your story yeah, i have so much to say as you can tell i never shut up so <laughs> <laughs> same steph thank you also for being on the show you're an inspiration to so many i am so excited congratulations on your finish at the Laurel Highland 70 miler. Good luck at Eastern States. I hope to see you out there. I will not be running. Thankfully, I'll be crewing. Ooh. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm supposed to have someone pacing me, I think to the finish. I'm not sure anymore. I'm not sure if he's yeah. still up to the challenge. <laughs> oh, me? Yeah. yeah. To the finish? Yeah, you're, you said <laughs> you're going to take me in for the last so many yeah. miles. I'm you and Mark and we could do that. So Hopefully. Yep. You're making friends good. again. Friends again. Uh, <laughs> Eric, what do you have happening this weekend, buddy? 
I'm heading to Maine. <laughs> Bar Harbor to run all the trails. Whoever's been, if anybody's been to Bar Harbor, there are a ton of amazing trails. So I'm going to run my butt off all week long training for Montana 100. You don't even have a butt to begin with. So yeah. that thing's going to be inverted. <laughs> inverted buttocks. <laughs> Eric, inverted buttocks, Kosek. Um, I, do brace. There. I have like zero plans for the weekend, uh, as far as running, I haven't, I haven't decided yet. I do know that I'm hoping I can get tickets to a local wrestling match because I love watching amateur wrestling it is so much fun. That's awesome. <laughs> it's that local fire hall is it's a blast. It's that a blast. sounds like a lot of fun. It does. It sounds like a lot of fun. They put put so much effort into it. And you talk to the wrestlers afterwards and they're just like, they have regular day jobs. It's it's like one will be an attorney or something. Like it's so much fun. I love it. And uh, that's, that's all I got for this weekend. We'll see if I go. I don't know. Well, that sounds like fun. I would like to see I'm trying to think about nothing. I don't want to think about speed work that I should do tomorrow morning at the track. I don't like speed work. You can do it. You'll feel better when you get it done. Probably not, but I will. (laughs) My body will maybe start getting faster and that's what I want. So we'll see. Whatever. You can do it. Yeah. All right, let's uh, wrap this thing up and see everybody next week where we're going to have another great episode with more inspiring people. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Find us on the Facebooks and the Instagrams and like us on the YouTubes and uh, find us on the Patreons. And comment on all the things if you watch. Comment about how much better Eric's RBF is. Good job, Eric. And my inverted butt. Bye. And your inverted butt. Bye. Bye.